Talk, brought to you from the London Boat Show by Sycamore Sailing. Props and engines cause enormous amount of debate in yacht clubs, and to try and put the uh, old wives' tales and some of the myths to rest, I talked to Glenn Print at Sillet Sonic Limited, Adrian Tompkins at Beta Marine, and Peter Stevens at Marine Power, just to get the experts' advice on really what you should do about matching props, gearboxes, and engines. Okay, so I'm at the boat show and I'm at uh, the Gorry Propeller Stand. Um, Perhaps you could tell me a bit about yourselves. Okay, I'm Glenn Print of Select Sonic Limited. Um, we're a propeller importer. Uh, we import fixed blade propellers for motorboats, sailing boats, and and we've imported for many years the Gory um, racing and sailing two blade and three blade folding propellers. Um, when you talk about propellers for for motorboats, sailing boats. You've always got to remember that the, the optima, optimum way of getting horsepower into the water is a nice slow-turning propeller with the correct gearbox ratio optimised to the engine and anything less than that is, is, is a compromise really. If you want to save on drag you can reduce the blade area of the propeller or you can go down to a two-blade propeller. But whatever you do, you've got a lesser ability to get that horsepower into the water. So if you've got a restricted area, and for instance, you want to put a two-blade on and you, reduce, and you increase the pitch of the propeller, are you likely to do damage to your engine that way? Not, not as long as that engine is, has still got its capability of running up to its designed maximum RPM. One must always pitch a propeller to allow the engine to run to maximum RPM. If it doesn't, you've always got that, that danger. You might say, well, I'm, I can keep on over pitching the propeller because the boat is, is such a lightweight vessel and it's a, it's a planing hull and the more pitch I put on the propeller, the faster the boat goes through the water. But in reality, most sailing boats are not planing hulls and, and all it does by overpitching is bring the bring the um, the RPM of the the engine down and makes the engine work that much harder. Some owners overprop and some owners successfully overprop because they know their boat so well that that they're not they're not overloading the engine by trying to achieve maximum boat speed. But of course, you've also got to remember. In a boat, you haven't got you haven't got the kindness of a five-speed gearbox that you've got in an automobile, where you're gradually changing up the gears. As soon as you put a a boat into a head or a stern, and you've got a lot of pitch on that propeller, you're immediately putting an awful lot of load onto that engine. Is that where you get banging and things like that? that I've heard? talk about yes you can get all those all those sorts of things most banging is caused through cavitation which as we know is is air exploding off of the off of the trailing edge of the propeller and, and usually thumping and thundering underneath the boat yeah. another consequence usually of a, of a two blade or a, or too small or, or or too high a revving propeller right so um, you, your advice would be then to seek professional advice Get always, your propeller. Yes, always seek professional advice and our advice as an engine dealer and a propeller 
supplier is always start at the aft end. So many of our clients buy a larger engine. I've had a client only today at this boat show who's bought another 20 horsepower because he said he needs what he called that much more grunt to get him up the Bristol Channel and then I find that he's got no ability to swing a bigger propeller than he had with his much smaller engine. So he's completely defeated the object right from word go. So, so he'll end up with banging and crashing and walloping, will he? Yes, he really, he really can't swing anywhere near the size of propeller that he needs to. So he can't get that new horsepower into the water. That's interesting. So, uh, so start at the back end, look at your limitations and your constraints on propeller size, and then start matching your ratios and your engine horsepower to what propeller you can swing. No good putting 100 horsepower in only to find you've got room for a 12-inch propeller. Yeah. So that's good advice, and especially if you happen to need it in an emergency, you want the engine to work most efficiently, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm at the boat show now at the Beta Marine stand looking at the Beta 10 freshwater cooled engine, which is one of the engines recommended by Jeremy Rogers for the Contessa 26. And I'm with... That was Adrian from Beta Marine. Adrian, um, can you tell me a little bit about this engine? It's a two-cylinder, I think, isn't it, this one? Yeah, it's a two-cylinder, freshwater cooled. You've got the, um, all the maintenance you can do from the front of the engine. You've got the um, seawater pump at the front. You've got the um, oil filter, fuel filter, all, all accessible. So in the cramp Contessa, it's a very easy engine to maintain. Yeah, yeah. And I, I believe you can put a hot water system in it as well? If, uh... Yeah, if, um, if desired, depending on what panel you have, um, depending on where the um, chlorophyll fit. But yeah, we can fit um, chlorophyll connections into um, into the engines. And if you don't, and if you, when you buy the engine, if you don't want the chlorophylls to be used straight away, we can um, loop it, so it's so it's easy for you to uh, modify it later. So we can upgrade later on, yeah, as, as the budgets allow us to. The other thing which always crops up when we're talking about engines and propellers is the overpitching, especially with sailing racing boats. They're always trying to cut down to a two blade and end up overpitching the propeller. What what kind of uh, problems? Does that cause? Well, if the um, if it's over pitched, it will um, it will black smoke. But what we'd you know we'd recommend is to go to a proper you know a prop manufacturer and get a proper size you know a prop to suit. So, really so it runs efficiently. Professional yeah. advice to save yeah. wear and tear yeah. on the engine and fuel economy as well. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Make it run efficiently. I'm Pete Stevens from Marine Power Limited. If they go past the stage of where it starts to black smoke, yeah, then you're actually causing damage to the engine because it's all carboning up inside and all right. that. So r really what you need to do is, if you are going to overprop it, don't go along with it throwing out, churning out black smoke. Mm. Obviously you're going to go, you're not going to go a lot slower because once you reach the stage where it starts black smoking, the engine's saying, well, can't go any faster, I can't, I can't push that propeller any further. So that's what's happening. It's, un it's under yeah. excessive load at yeah. that point. And yeah. you don't want to be hammering along with soot coming out of the back, certainly. Yeah. So punching into a sea to get home with the sails down yeah. is not what you definitely not what you no. want. And long term, if you spent a few thousand pounds on an engine, yeah, you're better off putting a propeller on that can actually absorb the power that you've yeah. got, rather than trying to force it to do what it shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So the message really is to take professional advice, match the gearbox and the prop and definitely. the engine, and if if you want to reduce drag, go for an appropriate yeah. prop. Definitely. Yeah. That concludes Prop Talk, recorded live at this year's London Boat Show.